0: Time for High Performance Mindset today with Dr. Sindra Kampoff in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Sindra.
1: It's great to be here. Welcome back.
0: And congratulations Yay. on another Boston finish. Looks like it was a nice warm day out there this year.
1: It was. A little bit warmer for runners than people would like, but it was an amazingly beautiful day.
0: Still a very nice day. Yeah. Good day for spectators, for sure. For sure. Congrats again. I know we're going to focus a little bit on some of the Boston Marathon stuff here this morning to talk about. and uh, It's good, positive stuff that people can use in in all walks of their life, not just when it comes to exercise or running specifically, but uh, we're going to talk about how to focus on the possibilities today.
1: So I'm going to start with a quote by Henry Ford. He said, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. I
0: love that one. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you have a story from the Boston Marathon weekend last weekend. So
1: last Monday, about this time, I was getting ready to run the Boston Marathon at uh, the camp where we all head before heading out to the 26.2 mile course. and. Um, There's a few things that really, really inspired me throughout the race. One of the things I wanted to do was just really enjoy it this time around and not be so focused on my time. And one of the things I did through Wellesley College, there's like hundreds and hundreds of women through Wellesley College. And I I decided to slap every single one of their hands. That's cool. (laughs) So probably 300 hands through Wellesley College. But there was a lot of people who really inspired me throughout the race. I saw amputees. You know we're running. I saw blind runners who are running with guides. I saw uh, one person at the beginning of the race who is actually running with crutches.
0: Wow, (laughs) those are some (laughs) sore armpits when you get down the (laughs) hilly cow. That's going to be
1: a long twenty-six point two miles. Yeah. And one of the women who really inspired me is a woman named Catherine Switzer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you saw uh, a little bit about her story, fifty years ago she ran the Boston Marathon before any other women had run the Boston or any marathon in general.
0: This is just a men's race.
1: It was just a men's race. So 50 years ago, we she, believed yeah. that women could run the race.
0: Right. And she registered right under her initials, right? It was something like KT Switzer yeah, or something. Yeah, KV bi- Switzer. KV.
1: Yep, KV. Okay. And what really happened was, so people didn't know that she was running as a woman, and, and the race director saw her about halfway through the, the course and tried to push her out of the mm-hmm. race. Right. And her boyfriend stopped him, pushed the race director back out of the race, and Catherine finished. So this is 50 years ago. Isn't that amazing? Wow, it is. But 50 years ago, we thought that women could have run 26.2 miles, you know, that they were too fragile. She talks about how we thought, or people just thought in general that women's uteruses would fall out. Yeah, they oh wouldn't gosh. be able to
0: have kids. It's ridiculous. how And how relatively not long ago this stupid mm-hmm. knowledge
1: was. And it fits really with what we're talking about today because that's a lot of restrictive thinking. But Catherine really saw the possibilities. So, again, she ran the race this year uh, with her charity, 261 Fearless. You know, to make it through 26.2 miles and through the training and the actual race and then to, to do this despite the things that are against you, you know, that you only have one leg or that you're on crutches or, uh, you know, 50 years ago when you were a woman, it takes a lot of possibility mm-hmm. thinking.
0: I think it's awesome they retired her bib number after the race this year, too. Isn't that you know, amazing? 50 years later, mm-hmm. they put that one away for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, She was the keynote here a few couple few years ago for Mankato Mm -hmm. Marathon. It's always cool to have these legends come through here like that. So very awesome for her. So tell us, uh, Sandra, exactly what you mean by the possibility thinking that we're getting into today.
1: So high performers, those people who are working to reach their greatest potential, they are focused on the possibilities. So they stay energized and passionate about their work, their sport, their life, and they choose to dream about their future, visualize what they want to happen even if it hasn't been done before. So they're focused on the opportunities. And they're open to they keep their mind open. They move past the status quo. They just don't settle for average. And they strive really for their best consistently. And that's a key part of success in general.
0: So what is the opposite of this type of thinking then? I'm imagining fairly negative.
1: Yeah, I call it restrictive thinking. You know, where you think like no one's done it before, I don't even see it as an option, where you think small about yourself or your future and you just kind of see the excuses, all the reasons you can't or other, other reasons people can't. And it really comes from a lack of, of faith in maybe yourself or others and also fear that can really take control sure. of your mindset.
0: So are there examples you can use on both sides here?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I've got, got one example of possibility thinking where you know you might think like anything's possible with enough hard work and grit. Or the possibilities are endless for my life or, you know, what I want to do. I can do anything, um, even that it hasn't been done before. Whereas restrictive thinking is like, oh, there's no way I can do that or she can do that or he can do that. You know, that's impossible. No one's ever done that.
0: A lot of can't in that one. You hear that quite a bit. Or
1: never or won't. Things like that.
0: So what's another way that we can consider possibilities for ourselves?
1: Well, you notice when I talked about restrictive thinking that I said the word impossible. Mm -hmm. And I like this quote by Aubrey Hepburn. She said, nothing is impossible the word itself says, I'm possible.
0: Aha. Mm.
1: And so, you know, when you're thinking to yourself, that's impossible. I think the key is to just to change it around. Instead, say, I'm possible. Watch me. I can do it. You know, because high performers, they really don't put limit on their ability or their achievements. They defy the limits. They move boundaries. And they consider all the ways they can make it happen.
0: So how do you change your thinking so you can move towards possibility focus? How do we?
1: Yeah, how do we know? do that? Yeah. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, I used an acronym called CAR. I'm going to use it again. And when I think about CAR, I, w- I want to drive. drive. I want to be in the driver's seat of my car, of my mind. So CAR, the first C, just means catch it. Just notice when you have restrictive thinking. And just notice it non-judgmentally. A reason to beat yourself up. But then address it. Either just let it move out of your mind like you don't need to pay attention to it or talk back to it. Mm. That's the A. Address it. And then, R, just refocus your attention on what you have to do next. So all that's right. the R. So catch it, address it, refocus all right. it.
0: Give us an example.
1: Well, as, as you're listening, I want you to think about something that you think is impossible for yourself. You know, maybe you think it's impossible to go to college or start a new career or maybe you run a marathon mm-hmm. or write a book or give a speech or if you're a high school athlete, maybe you make it to state. So you got to catch it, you got to notice it. And then address it. Tell yourself all the reasons you can make it happen. And then refocus it. Decide what your next step's going to be to do that and do it
0: so uh you sent a link to uh some boston marathon signs and we haven't really talked about some of those but you see these along the route at marathons and i imagine there's just everyone you can imagine at one like boston where there's people on the course from start to finish all the way some really good ones what was your favorite this year that you saw my favorite because there's had to been a lot
1: was run like someone called you a jogger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did see that a one. A jogger. <laughs> you don't want to be called I'm a, runner, a jogger. i runner, not a right? jogger. <laughs> I was a shuffler yesterday. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, there's a good one here, too, that leads off this story with the link that this isn't a book club. You have to finish it.
1: I Ma- like that nice. One. It was pretty good. Nice. And then, of
0: course, for the Boston Marathon, it's a good one because you're in Boston, and you've obviously got the, uh, well, there's always the very clever keep calm and try not to poop yourself that's a pretty good one. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but there's the, uh, the the Boston lingo that you get out there, right? It's wicked. Yeah. Wicked awesome the way they talk out there. So yeah. this one is and wicked hot.
1: Yeah, nice. Wicked hot,
0: but you got this. I like it. Those are some great good job.
1: Signs, so. Yeah, pretty amazing race. And 30,000 runners, and it's just like lined with people.
0: Amazing. Uh, did you the see the Nearly Naked Caveman while you were there? I did. Isn't awesome. Yes. That <laughs> yeah, was good. That guy ran barefoot and looked good really. doing it. Crazy. How do we summarize today's topic, Sindra?
1: So high performers, those who are working to reach their greater potential, they focus on the possibilities. They think big and dream about their future. And they don't put limits on their ability or their achievements. Instead, they defy the limits. They don't settle for average.
0: And we like to wrap up every day with an affirmation to start the week with. What is that today?
1: I choose to see the possibilities for myself and my future. I stay gritty believing I can do the impossible, and I see all the ways I can make it happen.
0: I'm noticing a lot of positivity revolving around the High Performance Mindset podcast and a lot of people replying, I just discovered this. It's so great. And mm-hmm. It's teachers and coaches and athletes and all kinds of great people that are discovering the podcast. If you haven't done it yet, there are over 100 of them to listen to uh, and, and mounting and building. So if we want to learn more about you, Sindra, and what you're up to and find out when you're ready to release the book which has got to be pretty soon is coming. All, right. it's coming all that stuff how do we follow along with you all right
1: you can head over to my website dr cindra so d-r-c-i-n-d-r-a and you can find the high performance mindset episodes on itunes just by searching high performance mindset or on citra radio if you have an android
0: cool uh dr cindra camp with us today thanks for coming in congrats again Thank on the you. boston thanks for marathon having me. i uh she brought her medal in and i got to hold it before you leave so don't go anywhere Thank you for listening to High Performance Mindset. Are you signed up for Syndra's weekly email with free mental tools and strategies for high performance? Why the heck not? Text Mentally Strong, all one word, to 22828, or visit syndracampoff.com.